The Chaser Report is recorded on Gadigal land. Striving for mediocrity in a world of excellence, this is The Chaser Report. Hello, welcome to The Chaser Report with Charles and Dom, who aren't here, so it's me, producer Lachlan. Yesterday, Charles Firth celebrated his 48th birthday, and I'll let you do the math as to why he couldn't turn up in a podcast 4am this morning. Not that they're opposed to recording while tipsy, of course. Anyway, but that's not the only anniversary that we celebrated this week, is it? No, because those of you who pay attention to the news would know that this week was the one-year anniversary of the Queen dying. Whoa. Big. I can't believe it's been a year already. Wow. So many things have changed. Like, none of the currency and Australia's status as a republic. But... A lot of things did happen in the week that we broke this news. So, here's an episode to remember what happened when the Queen died, looking back one year on after this. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. So joining us now is John Delmenico. Hello, welcome back to the show, John. Hello. How's everything going in Sydney? Sydney is going, like nothing's happening, so it's pretty much as per usual despite the Queen's yeah, passing. Yeah, right. But my understanding is, and correct me if I'm wrong, but like I've been talking to my parents occasionally, you know, from over here, and apparently the only topic on the news ever is just the Queen. Like there's half an hour. Uh, oh yeah. How do you get rolling updates on the Queen being dead? Like, Nothing changes. Like, it, surely it's like a one-minute story. Well, so here's the thing, Charles. You're really overestimating how much story they're putting into these stories. Right. There was a the like breakfast TV, uh, ABC News Breakfast at one point had Michael Rowland standing outside of Buckingham Palace at night, going, "Nothing's happened for the last six hours while the family's been asleep." <laughs> but then not just going to a different story, just doing nothing for a few hours because the the family, royal family was asleep. Right. It was gripping footage, I thought, of the sleeping royals. I mean, you're dissing it, John. I found the whole... I stayed up for that. Um. (laughs) But what are the ratings like? Like, surely no one's watching it. Like, the only one who hasn't done rolling coverage was Media Watch, who has criticised the rolling coverage and pointed to the fact that from Saturday onwards, the ratings have been going down. Oh, because everyone's sick of the rolling, rolling oh coverage. Oh, my goodness. Well, you, you know, John, who, who's guilty of, of some of this? I saw on Twitter, Dommy. Now, he's not with us on the podcast today, but Dom, Dom Knight, who, who's been hosting the afternoon's program on ABC Radio Sydney, he, he tweeted that he was to, devoting an entire show to, uh, to pubs in New South Wales that are called The Royal. 
And oh my god, it's investigated. We're gonna have to ask him about it when he comes back to the podcast. So, so what did you uncover, Donnie, about the royal pubs? Yeah. Oh, the the angles are desperate. Yeah. <laughs> well, I know. I, I, I'm getting people knocking on my bloody door here because yeah. I, I, I live yeah. in Kingsville. In Melbourne. Did you see the one about the person who we loved should, corgis? We're gonna do, yeah, we're gonna do an episode next week of people who've once um, had a royal-related crossword puzzle clue presented to them. I, I think we should, or yes, and I yeah. would, and I wouldn't stop there. I would also interview anybody who's eaten those biscuits that are called royals. <laughs> royals, yes, yes. they That's need right. to be grilled. <laughs> I think you guys are going the wrong angle with this because, like, ABC. Recently, did one that was um, somebody who likes corgis. <laughs> no, did so they? no connection to the royals themselves. They just huh? like corgis and therefore are similar to the oh, queen in one Lord. way, and therefore should get an interview. Oh. I wonder um, if anybody drinks gin. So you can go Does that whole round as well. In Australia, they can... oh yeah, that's right. Yes, because she used to drink gin for breakfast. Well, actually, it's funny because I I have in honour of the queen been drinking gin for breakfast as well. Um, <laughs> Good for you. Actually, for well before oh, she died. Sweet. That's very, uh, <laughs> very respectful yeah. of you, Charles, to prepare for her impending um, death in that way. So I, a few days ago, somebody from ABC Radio in Melbourne contacted me mm. um, saying they were trying oh. to work out how to cover the Queen's death. And they asked me to come on and talk on the topic of what topic would you be able to talk on non-stop? <laughs> so that's the most meta... Coverage I've heard. <laughs> sort of. <Well>, that... <laughs> non stop. Well, it's not like there's anything else going on in the news, though, Charles. Yeah. They have to keep everything ongoing forever with the Queen. They so must do. Keep, so, so, yeah. so you were on ABC Radio Melbourne, Charles, for how long? Like, how, how long did you talk non stop in the end when you went on? Oh, for about five minutes and then I um, couldn't be bothered anymore. Oh, so you it's hung like, up on, on, on the. On, on the non stop. Yeah. Really? No, it, it was just like, what, what are the things that you would... What, what would you be able to talk non-stop on? Like, my answer was cricket. I, I'm ha- okay. I'd happily mm. talk about cricket forever. Yeah, okay, okay. But do, you have a, do you have any passions, Andrew? No, you know me. No, no passions, no passion. I mean, I, no, look, I could. I, yeah. I could talk non-stop about uh, Ben & Jerry's ice cream. Ben & Jerry's I could probably talk cream, non-stop yes. about the flavours that I've experienced over the years and... Uh, what I'm hoping for mm. in the future. Well, we'll cross live to you. Um, oh, yes. Oh, I remember eating a pint of wavy <laughs> gravy, Ben and Jerry's, back in 1999. And that was, a, that was an experience. I could talk to at great length about that. Um, but I won't. And jo- John, John, what, what, are you, what do you um, <clears throat> like talking nonstop about? This is a terrible topic. You, see, you can see why I hung up after five minutes. It's a terrible. Yeah. Anyway, so John, what we wanted you to talk about on this podcast today is the chaser has been right in the thick of this coverage, and you, as the senior yeah. royal correspondent for the chaser, um, have been up to your eyeballs in in good angles. You you came up with the best headline I think I've seen so far, which is the because the Queen's death happened on Are You Okay Day. What was your headline? <laughs> Well, it was while she was. It was like when they announced that she was, um, that she was resting and comfortable. Right. We put out a, twi- um, a tweet that said, "Are you okay, day? Not going well at the palace." <laughs> this is great. That did cause a little bit of controversy, yeah. though. Yes, I'm not sure how. <laughs> well, it, it got the Daily Mail. It got the News. dot com. You got Daily Mail, all the news corp outlets. Um, 
the lad lad Bible were furious. Like they were uncharacteristically furious. They used the word seething. Lad Bible were. Um, Really? Do they seethe about that? I didn't think lad Um, Bible was was the most sort of morally upstanding and woke account. It was really bizarre because usually they love our Uh, stuff. I think they're they're British though, aren't they? Oh, yeah. I mean, lad Bible Australia got upset, which is the bigger... Which is weirdly the bigger brand internationally. Is it really? Well, Lad Bible does well in um, Australia. But, no, Lad Bible Australia does well overseas. Oh, it's like one of the top Facebook true. pages overseas, but in Australia doesn't do very well. Yeah, right. Which m- might have been why they really played into it. But it also became the story that like News Corp just threw into articles to try to get people angry and staying yes, on the websites. That's good. So it we're on like crypto. There's like crypto articles that mention what the chaser said and all this stuff. News Corp even did an article I trying to figure out who at the, the chaser wrote one that of the headline. Chaser writers writes about crypto for Murdoch, so I suspect that actually <laughs> it was probably one of our writers who mm. who was anonymously um, <laughs> also attacking his own work. That night was really weird because, like, so. It was the night of Gabby's last show of her debut run of her like mm. tour. Mm. So we were all out to go drink with Gabby about celebrating her successful uh, yes. tour. Yes. And you then mean Gabby we, Bolt, um, of course. I mean, oh, yeah, Gabby Bolt. People, you know, if um, people don't know Gabby. Yeah, if you've forgotten who she is, she used to host this show and then went off to, be, to do yeah. better things. Yeah, she certainly did. Um, internationally. <clears throat> this is a very international. Yeah, we all decided show. we weren't going to work. Sorry? We all decided we weren't yeah. going to work. That night, and we were just going to have fun. And then at like 10.30, we looked at our phones and saw the breaking news that they were flying the Royals out. And so instead, we all just immediately started coming up with as many jokes as we could (laughs) and then picking a few of them to put online. In the the, the, traditional chaser response, which is, quick, someone's dying. Let's make jokes about it. (laughs) Yeah, we all... We also went through all of our old jokes to um, see which ones would not be too offensive if we repurposed them. Nice. Oh, how many did you have to discard um, for uh, offensiveness, John? I mean, because I don't know. I mean, I, I'm not involved wh- in this in this sort of online stuff. So, uh, do you have a do you have a bank of really tasteless jokes that you can sift well, through? Do you <laughs> ready to go? <laughs> the one that we were ho- the one that we were unsure about was an article that we ran last year that I wrote um, called uh, Charles. Offers to put the queen out of her misery. Oh, and you thought <laughs> it's got a photo of him holding up a pillow yeah. to her face, which we thought if we reran that, that might upset people if she's yeah, actually. Yeah, so mm. we decided not to, which goes against the what the media was saying about us actively trying to offend. Yeah, people. no, we're just running because we could have gotten worse. To laugh. That's what we. Our only crime is comedy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, but, but the, uh, there was a brilliant headline, and huh? I, I don't know who came up with it. I don't know whether it was your cam, but the Prince Andrew one yesterday, which is because we, we were reporting on this podcast a few days ago that Prince Andrew has been given the responsibility of looking after all of the Queen's corgis, right? And um, and, and so you ran with sh- the headline. What was the headline? Uh, Prince Andrew to take the um, Queen's corgis due to his vast experience with grooming. Yeah. Oh, Which good. is a good gag. That is a solid gag. <laughs> Very solid. Very solid. Mm. Thank you. I, I was hoping the Daily Mail would pick that one up, but they <clears> didn't. Ah, <throat> um, uh, well, I mean, they, they're probably I think less that worried. They've about moved you on to Meghan now. Prince Andrew, to be fair, as they would be about you offending the Queen. Oh, or, you know. 
You clearly haven't read the articles. Oh, Though both Daily Mail and um, News.com.au said that Char- like took specific offence to Charles making a joke about Prince Andrew being a pedophile. Oh, they didn't like that. Yeah, they didn't like that, and they didn't one of them say you can't publish those allegations or something. There was some weird thing where they they thought it was too oh, offensive to pu- publish. The completely true allegations that he was... Yahoo said it was too offensive oh, to yeah. publish Charles's response to the questions yeah. about why they, why he made a joke about That's Prince Andrew. That's because I, I, I can actually read out my response to them, which was, <laughs> look, all I'll say is that we're devastated here at The Chase so to see a life cut short like this. Our thoughts and prayers with the family at this time and in particular all the 16-year-olds whose job it is to console Prince Andrew. And they didn't like that. Well, that seems very harsh of them. It feels it? like... Mind you, the journalist then... He, he claimed it was unpublishable, but he did say, Ha, 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 I doff my proverbial hat, sir. <laughs> oh. <laughs> he was a British think, journalist then. He was a, he was a UK <laughs> journalist. Yes, he was a British journalist who also happened to be a 16-year-old <laughs> boy <laughs> pretending to be a gender... <laughs> <laughs> Sort of the lilt of somebody pretending to be an adult. <laughs> Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. The Chaser Report. News you can't trust. My favourite coverage of it was in the Australians' like media art, like media wrap up of the week, or whatever. It was very strange because clearly some people on that team are fans of ours, and so they were like, there was a part where they referenced a joke that um, Gabby made months ago that the Chaser interns are all maybe living in Charles's <laughs> basement and forced to stay there. Really. But they ran that as an actual allegation. <laughs> oh, that's great. Huh? You know that that can now be put on Wikipedia because now that allegation has oh, now perfect. been appeared in the mainstream press. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it's a reference. It's a reference. That can now be added to Wikipedia. They also like very methodically tried to come up with who their main suspects were for who came up with the jokes like, are you okay today? Oh, and, really? Um, Did they? Some of that. Where they, they were like, oh, the Chaser interns exist, mm. but then they didn't, we were the, they didn't actually come up with whether and why it wasn't us. They just said it probably wasn't us. What? But then they were like, actually, who, if you had to guess which three people that they came down to and couldn't pick between, who would you guess? Well, it'll be, uh, yeah, who's got the reputation for being the bad boy of the chaser? Well, but it's also who wrote this. Who Do you know who wrote this article? Because some of them have beef. Well, someone shared, you know. Yeah. Well, this guy very clearly has a beef with Chris. <coughs> oh, he has they a beef thought with Chris? That it was Chris. Oh, yeah, I well, that makes, that makes sense. Because Chris would write something offensive. Well, yeah, yeah. That, that, yeah. Well, because could, he's very funny. Quite possibly be Chris. <laughs> Because they also laid out their thinking for each oh. of these. So, well. Okay, so Chris... It's very detailed, isn't it? Very yeah, detailed. this is... I mean, uh, they obviously don't know that, that, I mean, 
None of us write. I mean, it's all written <laughs> yeah. by the Chaser interns now, isn't it? Yes. I, mean, I don't think anyone who, from the from the TV series writes any of the material, so they, they don't know what they're on about. <laughs> exactly. It was written by Jared Hanson. Oh, Jared, no. yes. And oh. the poor old Jared, he wouldn't know. Well, he probably thought Julian wrote them. <clears throat> yes, he doesn't like Julian, Julian much, no. I don't think. Yeah. Weirdly... The thinking of who he doesn't like, who clearly he doesn't like, were the ones he was like part of how he was like, or so it wasn't them. Oh, okay. Oh. The, th- the three names that he finalised on was it was either oh. you, Charles, you, Andrew, or Dom. Oh. They're the three least likely people to have written any of this. <laughs> yeah. I wonder why he That's thought. very odd. Yeah, it was very. My fa- but the reason why I think he must have a, like an actual problem with Chris is that his reasoning for why he thinks it wasn't Chris is that Chris is irrelevant. That was the only thing he said is that Chris is irrelevant, really? therefore it wasn't it's him. A, poor old Jared, he doesn't realise that nearly all of the TV shows, like about 70% of the script was written by Chris. <laughs> but I, but it just goes to show, Jared has never known what he's on about. But I like how he, he, instead of, say, ringing us up and asking who wrote that gag. I know, no, he's never done which, that. Which, he's never done which that. Which you could totally do. Like You could, you could easily do that, yes. Twitter, and I would say, John Delmenico came yes. up with that excellent gag. Yes, and he wouldn't think, have to theorise. Yeah. yeah. Well, like, also, weirdly... The fact that like one of the people he rules out is Cam Smith, the oh, editor, the digital editor and social <laughs> yeah, media manager, who, who, who like, <laughs> edits everything you do, John. At least Jared knows Cam yeah, exists, the... though. At least he knows that much. <laughs> I mean, Jared's. Also, I feel they a bit did... sorry for him because I, I think he, I think he has an unhealthy obsession with the Chaser. I mean, the amount that he's written about mm. the, the Chaser brand over the mm. years. Is, is an unhealthy amount for anybody to write. He recently called, like a few months ago, he called Charles a middle-aged man who should stop with a childish stunts. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. As his headline. Oh, right. Well, well he, but to be <laughs> fair, Jared, Jared was <laughs> saying the same 12 years ago about all of us as well. well and he's probably quite accurate. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I yeah, I know. Quite fair. I, mean, I agree with <laughs> yeah. pretty much everything Jared writes, except for the factually untrue but stuff. Where does he write this stuff? Is what? What publication? It's at the Australian. There's this like weekly media oh, rap right. that's like their answer to mm. Media Watch, and it's really long. Yes, right. it's so long. Like it's like dull. fifteen pages of just someone rambling <laughs> about Gerard almost has exclusively the ABC the, and the Chaser. It's achieved the impossible and. Made gossip a gossip column boring. Yeah, <laughs> he's the most boring gossip in the world. Yes, it's so long-winded. It's extraordinary. Poor old. I remember Ju- poor old Julian once was stuck in an email conversation back and forth with Jared. It was one of the only, time, perhaps the only time that Jared actually contacted one of us. <laughs> and uh, it was, and we were, uh, we were, we were weeping with boredom. I remember in the office at some of these lengthy emails that Jared had, was sending to Julian. They went for pages and pages and pages. And eventually Julian just sent sent back a one-word reply that said, unsubscribe. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's very good. That's very good. <laughs> uh, well, John, so are you going to um, be live tweeting the, the royal... Funeral or whatever it's called on the twenty second, or or are you going to take the day off because it's a public holiday? Like, how do we? What's the employment situation there? See, I kind of want to say I'm going to live tweet it, but then I'm also realizing nothing's going to happen. Yeah, like in my head, Ben Robert Smith being there means he might kick yeah, over a coffin yeah, yeah. and shove, oh, and push oh, it off yes. a cliff. 
But like that's not going right. to happen. They're all just going to stand there and be yes. boring. Mm. Like I think the, the only interesting thing could be if the FBI shows up because they that's somewhere they know Andrew will be. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Surely they they'll get their questions. a few people who say accurate things at them. Like, there'll be a few. They won't like that. Yeah. They definitely yes. won't like that. Like if there's any, especially if there's any non-white people who, who are you know using this. Yes. Time to inappropriately talk about the monarchy, at a, at a, which yes. shouldn't be talked about at a time when the monarchy is front of mind in everybody yes. in the entire world's brain. And, Very and I love the, the people who are saying we shouldn't politicise the Queen. No, no. Even though <laughs> she's the head of our of political yeah, system. Yeah, yeah, like, keep she's literally the, yeah. the actual head of our political system. Like, <laughs> She, she embodies politics. <laughs> she's above politics because yeah. she's literally on top of all the politics. Yeah, yeah. Ooh. I think it's not too late, though, for the Queen to make a sort of James Bond, you only live twice style escape from the coffin. Yes. I'm kind of yes. hoping that, you know, without, without I mean, nobody noticing, while people are distracted, she's going to leap out of the coffin, hopefully wearing scuba gear and... Uh, you know, dart off across the English Channel to further adventures. I will watch the funeral just in case that happens. We can always hope. I'll be disappointed if it doesn't. <laughs> Keep up the good work, John, and um, have a good weekend. Yeah, it'll be fun. I'm sure, because my best part is I always also get to read all the news because of my job. So I'll get the exciting thing of what we've done wrong or what Megan has done oh, yes. that is mm. bizarre. We should get Megan on the podcast. <clears throat> and vote her on to critics. Yeah, we will. Can you do on. that, John? Yeah, hmm. I'll try. But um, a recent hit piece I literally just read is that she horrifically and disrespectfully paused her podcast until after all the funeral nah. stuff's done. Yeah, see, as to and like News Corp is very mad that Ooh, she's yes. done that. That's disrespectful. Well, that's right. That's the, the only reason we've kept this podcast going is out of respect for the Queen. <laughs> 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 it's so respectful to be doing this right now. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, we should probably make some extra episodes out of respect, shouldn't we? I mean, if just yes. to show true contrition and respect, yes. and grief, we should be podcasting more, more frequently. It's what she would have wanted. She would have wanted it. <laughs> Our gear is from Road. We're part of the ACAST Creator Network. We'll catch you next week. Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.